Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlocks big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Cristiano Ronaldo dos Santos Aveiro was born in a hospital in Funchal, the capital of the Portuguese island of Madeira. The hour was 10:20 a.m. the day, a Tuesday, February 5, 1985. Ronaldo was his parents' fourth child. The proud father was Jose Dinis Aveiro. His mother, Maria Dolores dos Santos, although doting on Ronaldo very much, once admitted that this pregnancy was an accident and that she seriously considered having an abortion on several occasions. She feared that her enlarged family of four children would be too many mouths to feed and too great a struggle to make ends meet. If Maria Dolores' doctor had not strongly opposed this idea, the peerless superstar would never have come into the world. Although they lived in poverty, the couple did everything they could to make sure their children had a happy childhood. For the young Ronaldo, being able to play football was already living the dream. Next, let's walk into Ronaldo's life together. For now, Barosu, Ronaldo's godfather, recalls the young Ronaldo was never to be seen without a football under his arm. According to Maria, a teacher at Ronaldo's elementary school, he would do anything possible to get out into the playground to play football. Even when there wasn't a real ball around, he would improvise and make one out of old socks. Sometimes, to have an after-school game, Ronaldo would lie to his mother that he didn't have any homework. Or, while his mother was busy in the kitchen and didn't notice, he would grab a yogurt or some fruit to eat, climb out of the window, and not get back until 9.30 p.m. So why did he love football so much? Ronaldo's parents' enthusiasm for the game must have been a massive influence. Both were ardent football supporters. His father was a fan of Benfica, and his mother adored Luis Figo and followed Sporting Lisbon. From an early age, Ronaldo had visited the stadium with his father Dennis on many occasions, as he looked after the kit for Andorinha, the local team, and Nuno, Ronaldo's cousin, played for them. When Ronaldo was six, Nuno invited him to join Andorinha, and this was the launch of Ronaldo's football career. From then on, he never looked back. During this time, Dennis closely monitored Ronaldo's play. He encouraged the little boy to tough it out whenever he felt exhausted or dejected. Only the weak give up, Dennis would say. The idea became Ronaldo's mantra as he matured. At Andorinha, Dennis was always at Ronaldo's side. Until 1997, when Ronaldo signed with Sporting Lisbon. Then it was his mother's turn to oversee Ronaldo's play. That same year proved highly significant and changed Ronaldo's life. During the Easter holidays of 1997, Ronaldo traveled to Lisbon to participate in a trial at Spring Lisbon. His godfather Souza accompanied him. To start with, at the trial, the coaches didn't pay particular attention to Ronaldo. Their first impression of his performance was mediocre. He was a scrawny kid. His physique left much to be desired. However, when Ronald took control of the ball, he jumped to center stage. His moves were relentlessly skillful. He transformed the trial into a one-man show, and undoubtedly, he sailed through. Sporting Lisbon offered €22,500 to sign up this skinny-looking boy, an unprecedented payment for a juvenile player. On August 14, 2002, Cristiano Ronaldo made his debut in an official game, one of the Champion League qualifiers. In October of the same year, the 17-year-old Ronaldo scored his first goal in an official match in the Portuguese Superliga. 
It was not a top-class match. But, due to Ronaldo's outstanding performance, the following day, the boy in green and white wearing number 28 was on the front page of every newspaper in Portugal. August 6, 2003, was another milestone in Ronaldo's career. He would receive a new outstanding opportunity while preparing for a friendly match against Manchester United. At this time, a deal was struck between the financial director of sporting, Simões Almeida, United's coach, Sir Alex Ferguson, and Ronaldo's agent, Jorge Mendes. They agreed that Cristiano Ronaldo would become a Red Devil with a transfer fee of 15 million euros. It meant that Ronaldo's final game for Sporting Lisbon was against his new team. Unsurprisingly, the boy in the number 28 shirt stunned the audience again with dazzling technique and fluid moves. On August 13, the most expensive young player in British football history was presented at Old Trafford. Ronaldo wore the number 7 in United's team livery. The media was not impressed. They remained rather indifferent towards his gaunt look, his age, and the staggering transfer fee United paid. However, three days later, everyone's attitude changed. It was on the first match day of the season, and Ronaldo started on the bench, but it wasn't long before he made his debut as a Red Devil. On the pitch, his extraordinary speed and skill at dribbling immediately bamboozled the opposition, and he won the hearts of 67,647 fans at a packed stadium. Moreover, on November 1, the new number 7 hammered home a powerful shot, which, according to the commentators, reminded them of David Beckham. From then on, the boy from Madeira was launched as a rising star. However, fulfilling your dreams on the path to success isn't ever all plain sailing. In 2005, Ronaldo suffered a series of setbacks. First, he lost a bet with Sir Alex Ferguson. Ronaldo had bet that he would score at least 15 goals in the season. He only managed 12. Worse still, Manchester United failed in the group stage of the Champions League. And later, the team was kicked out of European Championship altogether. On September 6 of the same year, his father passed away at a private clinic in London. Ronaldo was playing for the Portuguese national team at that time, and they were on their quest to qualify for the 2006 World Cup in Germany. When Ronaldo received the news, he was devastated. However, instead of flying back straight away to stay with his family, Ronaldo decided to face Russia on the football pitch the following day. He wanted to play the match in honor of his father. However, the game against Russia did not go well, ending in a goalless draw. Ronaldo didn't make his dedication to his father by scoring a goal. Later, he made up for this regret at the World Cup. Playing against England, he took the final penalty and scored to take Portugal into the semi-finals. At the end of the game, Ronaldo raised his hand to the sky and with a cry of excitement, he called out, This is for you, Dad. Despite Ronaldo's success in honoring his father at the end of the game, another incident in this quarter-final later made this rising football star the target of public fury. In a tense moment in the match, trying to make a break, the England player, Wayne Rooney, also Ronaldo's teammate in Manchester United, trampled the Portuguese defender, Ricardo Carvalho. The Portuguese, including Ronaldo, gathered together and started an argument with the referee. Finally, the ref showed the red card and pulled Rooney out of the game. Right after Rooney headed to the dressing room, Ronaldo was caught on TV. He winked in the direction of his team's dugout. This image got right under the skin of England supporters. In the end, Portugal triumphed, two goals to one.
The English press and the public started to point the finger at Ronaldo, accusing him as the true culprit of England's defeat following Rooney's withdrawal. On June 3, on the front page of The Sun, Ronaldo's picture was pinned on a dartboard with his winking eye positioned at the bullseye. The title declared, Give Ron one in the eye. In the article, the author wrote, Here's every England fan's chance to get revenge on the world's biggest winker. We've made Ronaldo's wink the bullseye. So put it up in your office and give the sly senor one in the eye. The player wearing United number 7 suddenly became England's most despised enemy. Ronaldo was distressed and worried. He felt playing in a country that no longer welcomed him was impossible. He told Sir Alex Ferguson and David Gill, the United chief executive, that he wanted a transfer. However, the two men eventually talked him around and persuaded Ronaldo to return to England. Fortunately, even a quick succession of misfortunes didn't crush this tough little footballer. In his autobiography, he wrote, I managed to show that the pressure only makes me stronger, and he was not bluffing. Right from the start of the 2006-2007 season, Ronaldo was unstoppable on the pitch. He became stronger, faster and more determined. Together with his teammates, Ronaldo welcomed the first big title in his career when Manchester United was crowned the Premier League champions. The following season proved to be a prolific year for Ronaldo. He was instrumental in the team's string of victories and amassed numerous personal awards. Among these was the Professional Footballers Association's Players Player. In this glorious season, Manchester United not only pocketed another Premier League title but also emerged victorious in UEFA Champion League. When they held the trophy up high on a rainy night in Moscow, it was a victory the team had waited 40 years to achieve. In the following years, Ronaldo continued to hone his skills on and off the pitch, earning himself still greater glory. In 2009, he transferred to Real Madrid before moving on to Juventus and playing with the Spanish team from 2018 to 2021. Finally, he returned to play for Manchester United. Between victories and defeats, Ronaldo matured into a leader. Several times over, he successfully turned the tide of his team's fortunes mid-game. Five times, he scooped up the Ballon d'Or awards, affectionately known as the Golden Ball. Through talent and, more importantly, strenuous effort Ronaldo earned his place in the Football Hall of Fame. And today, no one can ignore the name of Cristiano Ronaldo. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for Buki at Apple Store or Google Play, get your free mind snack now.